Welcome to, this is episode 25. Wow. Quarter of a century. Yeah. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. Oh, where's Woohoo? Wow, where's... Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a fun one. We have got, we're continuing the, the cottage vendor, but can you even call Z-Packs a cottage vendor anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Good. For sure. Um, we've got Matt, trail name details. Yeah. Coming in. Uh, he's the brand manager over at Z-Packs. We've been talking to him for a while. He's yeah. a super cool dude. Yeah, he's hiked everywhere. He's hiked everywhere, and it's the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. So here's some content he said, he for He said you. he's in self-quarantine, so we're going to talk to him about that. <laughs> Let's bring him on. <laughs> Matt, thank, thank, you, uh, yeah. thank yeah. you so much for, for talking to us. Um, I got to ask you. You've been asking me? <laughs> I know. I know. Well, yeah. we, we have been asking you for a while. Um What's the deal with self-quarantine? Is that because you were abroad? Uh, no. Actually, my wife works at a hospital in Orlando, and uh, one of the people in her department got diagnosed last night. Oh. So it was trying to... I found out yeah, I found out this morning, and there was all the facts and everything about it, so I just played it safe today and stayed home. Okay. Uh, we were trying to guess. We thought it might have been because you were traveling abroad. Um. Uh, no, but that like was a while. Funny ago. is, uh, yeah, um, you know, it's like you, I kind of half was like joking about it, like a little bit, like to try to like ease my own pain. Yeah, and so it was like t- two weeks from the day that I returned, I was on the Art Loeb Trail, and like in my head, I was like, I was like, I just got to get through Sunday. I just got to get, <laughs> get through Sunday, and I, and I, and I was sick. I'm safe. I did it. But I mean, that doesn't. I mean, I could have brought it back and transmitted it. Who, who the heck knows? It's crazy, obviously, right? But um, luckily, we came back a, right before it started getting crazy. But what, four days after we got back, because we stopped in Paris on the way back from Turkey for a day and a half. And like four days after we uh, came back from Paris, like they shut the lube down. And yeah. it was like, that's how close we were to to this, you know? Um. I, sw- I swear we'll get we'll we'll get to talking to backpacking, but how how is the how is the situation down in Florida, like from a virus standpoint? Uh, I mean, every day we're getting more and more cases, which is the the same with a lot of states. I yeah. actually just saw that the U.S. passed Italy I saw as that. the second most. Uh, cases um scoreboard we're, only, like, we're less than a thousand away from passing china I know, dude. scoreboard yeah. oh, god it's terrible uh, that's awful yeah make america great uh, <laughs> again uh, no but uh no but uh so i mean but it's going up south florida's really bad like tampa's pretty decent orlando where my wife uh works in the hospital is getting more and more cases um there's a couple, I think three counties that are on lockdown. Ours is not. Um, our governor, <laughs> he literally said the other day, like, it, like almost, I'm paraphrasing, but it's basically like, almost exactly what he said. He goes, I don't even understand how you can shut down a state. Like, that literally was like a <laughs> Well, you can, because yeah. we're in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, we are yeah. in. Um, so, sorry, I keep going. Yeah, but our people. Are people actually observing it? But anyway, so that's what he said. And our county, the county that, that I live in, is like, they, they literally were just like, they disappeared like when it started. Like, nobody was giving any updates. Of, like, they were like, it was like nothing had happened. So we, um, we're reassured. We're in the opposite. We're in complete lockdown. Um, the entire state of Ohio, we got nothing. We got, we literally yeah, we're under but, shelter uh, in place. Are people you just cough? Yeah, you just, right, you easy. Just, <laughs> just cough there. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm all, I'm all by myself right now. Uh, but are people actually following your the orders in Ohio? So, uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, you, I mean, so like the weather in Ohio blows, and today it was 70 degrees and sunny. And it's like the that's the first nice day of the year, and people were outside all over today. I mean, but they were keeping their yeah. distance. They were keeping their distance. So our rules are no gatherings with more than ten people. I don't know. All restaurants are closed. I mean, <laughs> barbershops are closed. I mean, everything's oh, yeah. closed. Yeah. Um, 
And what do we have any other weird rules? I mean, our governor was one of the first ones to be like, all right, you guys are inside. <laughs> so Andy and I, like our, uh, our work, luckily we can both work from home. So, and our wives. So we've been work from home. This is our second full week of work from home. And we're like work from home for the foreseeable future. It's like June now. Yeah. How, nobody knows. Yeah. It is crazy, That's dude. Crazy. We're like living in a movie. Yeah. yeah. Our restaurants are closed too. Uh, like a lot of the, but we're not in shelter in place, but, but it, it, Every morning, the commute to work was getting lighter. Yeah, and lighter. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's like, it really is. We're like playing out like a slow motion zombie apocalypse kind yeah, of. Yeah, But without the zombies. Yeah, us well, too. So far. Um, it, yeah. there's, there's, there's no traffic here. It's so weird. And, uh, yeah, I, even, we're allowed, we're allowed to go outside and take walks. Yeah. And like, yeah. Literally, the governor's like, you can go out and walk your dog. And you and, can, you know, go take a walk in the park, but, you know, keep your distance and no playgrounds, obviously. Yeah, they closed all the playgrounds. So, I mean, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, it's convenient, though, like, we're people who like to walk. So, yeah. They didn't take that. And um, unlike a lot of states around us, I don't know what Florida's like, but a lot of states around us have shut down all their state parks. And the governor made a point yeah. of keeping, granted, Ohio's got, like, only a couple, but Ohio's keeping the state parks open. So, like, we yeah. can still backpack. Just have to maintain uh, our, our social state distance. State parks closed. Oh, they state did? Parks are closed. Oh, oh, they said they are closed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so most of, um, not most of, a decent amount of the Florida Trail goes through state parks yeah. or national parks. So uh, what's funny is... So they closed down all the beaches, which the spring breakers ignored. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> so they they start they did start forcibly uh, enforcing that forcibly enforcing. Uh, but uh, so the northern terminus of the Florida Trail ends at uh, Fort Pickens State Park, and it's on the tip of Pensacola Beach. So the old, like the park is closed, and if and if you were going to sneak into the park, you have to do it on the beach. Uh, <laughs> so it's like it's, it's like double illegal to like try to to finish a Florida trail through hike right now. Wow. Um, oh, I forgot. I'm still Bluetooth to, to this thing. Sorry. Um, all right, let's talk about backpacking. <laughs> let's talk about something fun. Um, so we we start these by a very, and I'm I'm interested for this a very basic question. Cause you've been doing a lot of backpacking, but how did you actually get into backpacking? So, I mean, I grew up in, in Florida. I was born in Connecticut, but I grew up in Florida. I spent actually a fair amount of time in the woods, like building forts and just exploring and, you know, doing stuff like that. Uh, I would visit my family in Connecticut in the summers. I would do a lot of, exploring in the woods up there but when it comes to actual like hiking right like as like a thing to do mm-hmm. like i'm going to go on a hike um so what was it 13 years ago a little over 13 years ago um well i was on my honeymoon or 12 years ago but my wife will kill me either way <laughs> you know, it's been a long time so we were on our honeymoon we were in this little town in canada called uh, perth canada right and so little quaint little town and uh we saw a sign for this trail called the Rideau Trail. And I was like, what is this? And we had like time to spare. So we're like, let's walk down it for 45 minutes, turn around, walk back. And I was like 15 minutes in, I was like, call it, place it international charges, call my buddy in Florida. I was like, when I get back, we are going right here. This is what I want to do. I want to be out here on a trail and just walking. Like At that point, at, at that point, I had not slept in a tent since I was like 12. So we're talking, you know, like, you know, what was that? Like 15, 16 years or something like that. Like I hadn't even, it wasn't even on my radar. Like, and then it's, but so I got back and started doing sections of the Florida trail. Cause I mean, if you live in Florida, you're basically almost everyone's within an hour of the Florida trail. So it was convenient. Um, And then I did my first trip. Uh, on the AT, I started, you know, at the, at the, at the falls, climbing up the falls and, you know, I did that and that's it, man. Uh, every chance I get since then, I've just been at it. 
Did your uh, did your wife get the bug on the honeymoon? No, uh, <laughs> no, um, not really. Um, she, we've we've been on a. Hold up, my dog is trying to play with his big ass <laughs> bone on the tile. Um, no, so yeah, she, not really. I took her on a trip in the Smokies, like her first like overnight trip. Yeah, and uh, we went southbound from Newfound Gap, which is like the middle. Yeah, and I just wrecked her. I broke her. I broke her. <laughs> like there's a there's a there, there she like, she cried every day <laughs> the first day. Um, How to not get your then, wife into backpacking? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, so there's a there's this video I post every year on Facebook when it comes up as my memory of her taking probably two minutes to go about fifty yards, the last fifty yards to like before the car, and her knees are just broken. Oh and she can God. barely walk. You know, and I'm I'm encouraging you know, I'm like, you can do it. You're almost there. <laughs> uh, but on, but on, honestly, she didn't walk normal for like three months. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah, funny. <laughs> she 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 wrecked her knees, dude, so bad. But that being said, to then in 2015, I did the Tour de Mont Blanc with uh with Joe and uh, our buddy Steve. And you can stay in refuges, and so you're not camping. Yeah. You get a, a hot shower, warm meals every night. And so I, I was like, this is for you, right? Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. you don't have to carry a tent. You don't have to carry a sleeping bag. You're bar- just carrying some clothes. And uh, so she did that. She killed it. She was a champ. And uh, we did a little um, – this past July, she did, like, 50 miles of the Camino, the first 50 miles oh, of the Camino. Oh, nice. And, uh, she ki- she killed that too. So she actually wants. We are actually planning to do the Roto uh, Vincentina in July in Portugal, <laughs> but yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we um, yeah. Another thing I wanted to ask you about and kind of bring up now. We're going. Um, we haven't, I guess, officially talked about this, but we're going to do parts of the Arizona Trail in May. I want to talk to you about that because yeah. I know you've been out there. Hey, we don't know. May. Yeah, maybe. You may. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I give it. I give it. So end of May, I give it seventy five percent as it stands. No, you don't think it's that high? No. I guess yeah. Seventy five percent chance of cancellation. Officer. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, seventy five percent. We just, we just gotta survive the airport, and then we then we're we're there's nobody out there. Um, but I know you've done you've done parts of the Arizona Trail. Any just, yeah. Any pointers? Uh, any tips? I mean, let's, I'll be fair. I did like three days with, with uh, in, in December, uh, but uh, Darwin took uh, took uh, plug it in hikes and I to what he said was probably the most variety in in a span that short. And so we were out down by Tucson, and um, okay, it was pretty. It was pretty interesting, man. I've never hiked in a desert like that. Yeah. And so the weather it was it was December, but the high during the day was probably seventy. But it it was. A peculiar feeling to me the sun was like beating down but it wasn't like hot right it was like yeah. decent and i wasn't sweating but it was like i could feel the sun like taking my energy even yeah. though like the temperature wasn't it was a it was you know i'm from florida i mean i've hiked hiked in you know the same temperatures but it's humid yeah. and you're sweating and you, you and but it was just a whole nother a whole nother thing you're a lot a lot of exposure and the exposure hit me in a way that I've never been hit before, but the landscapes are beautiful. Oh man. And just like walking past like the saguaro, like cacti. And yeah. all that. It's, I was like, it was like, I'd never been anywhere like that. So it was awesome. Yeah. I was excited to go there. I don't yeah. know. We have our backup plan is to still backpack, but we dri- drive, drive somewhere. somewhere. So. <laughs> so that's like the contingency scenario. Um, so another thing I I want to talk to you about is how did how did you how did you get in with Z Packs yeah. like how'd that all happen? Uh, you know, there's a you know I, there's definitely <laughs> dogs. Dude, yeah. this, uh, this. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I'd say so. There's always that thing where you can be fortunate. Sometimes you're in the mm-hmm. right place at the right time. Right. But I I, I have a flip side to that belief is like you have to yourself in the yeah. right place too mm-hmm. like you, you're usually not somewhere on accident but it's so in this case it was me and one of my first buddies i was started backpacking with 
we were figuring out this idea of getting lighter and how to how to be lighter and so he like one day sent me a link and he's like hey there's this material called cuban fiber and he's like this company makes some stuff this company makes some stuff this company you can buy some of the fabric because at the time zpax was, was still selling the fabric i mean we did until a couple years ago so i look and i'm looking at the website and i and i'm I scour it and I know, you know, he's, he was in upstate New York or whatever. And I was like, all right, whatever. And so I could forget about it. And then I was going to do that trip on the Appalachian trail, my first trip up there. And I was going to, I was inviting all my friends out here. I was like, come on, you got to do it. Yeah. It's so awesome. And then I was going to put together like a PowerPoint type presentation on why they should try to like approach it in a lightweight. So I went back to the ZPAX website. Wait, you built a, you built a PowerPoint for your pre-trip planning? Well, there's a reason why my name's detailed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. So anyway, so I was going through that, and I wanted to use some of the pictures from Joe's site because he had some funny, funny pictures that would go along. And so I went back, and I noticed he moved to the next town south of uh, of me. And at the time, it was just him and his wife. They had just gone full time. Like they just got off the CDT in November, and this was probably like April or May, right? And so they only a couple months been full-time just moved to palm bay so i was like hey can i just come over and like take you out to lunch while they'll pick your brain and at the end they asked me if i wanted a job and i was like doing what really they're like sewing yeah they're like sewing and i was like i don't know how to sew what do you he's like we'll teach you and it what i had um so this was 2010 right 2010 and i had basically like a year and a half before that been laid off or not laid off the company i work for went out of business because it was i was doing like architectural design for um a company whatever for a construction type thing and so the the housing bubble burst and like whatever so i was kind of just like in between trying to figure it out i was like whatever dude i'll sew and then you know we started growing 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 and then i went from sewing to like managing people and then like growing 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 and then you know so like i said i was the third person, like the first outside hire. And now we're like at 130, like some people and like we've moved shop after shop after shop. So it's just been a hell of a ride. Wow. But it was literally, I reached out, I reached out, I was like, Hey, can I talk to you and ask you some questions? Let's go out to lunch. And then like, they randomly offered me a job, which was weird to me. And, uh, (laughs) it was a job interview and you didn't know it. (laughs) How many years did you sew for? How many years did I sew? How did I sew regularly? Three, probably three years. I was like sewing in some capacity. Like it went from like, you know, obviously helping make everything. Then we slowly got people. And then when we could break into divisions, I was leading the backpack division. And then, um, so when Joe went to do the Te Aurora, then that's when they put me in charge while they threw hike the Te Aurora ever since then. So how how are you how are you handling these hundred and thirty employees during times like this? What's going on with with that? I mean, it's it's super tough. I mean, obviously, right now, um, industry across the board, unless you're right. food service yeah. or medical supplies or or food and yeah, food food service or or medical supplies, everybody's just take, like taking super big hits, and we're right. no different. So it's just a matter of like trying to. Um, keep everything flowing as much as we can. I've, I mean, I've been having marketing meetings, which is like my job, right? But I've been yeah. having marketing meetings like all day, every day for, you know, <laughs> the the last week and a half or so, just trying to figure out how to how to do it while still being respectful of the right. environment, yeah. right? It's like it's a weird it's weird to be like, hey you know t- t- like today 3.3 million people applied for unemployment this, yeah. this week uh give me money give yeah. me right. money like, right hey like you know so there, it, that dynamic is very difficult so you so try to be tasteful but you know we're talking about producing like content that's helpful like really you know it's it's about you know supporting the community the best we can right now because I'm, I'm a hiker too like i want to just like you guys you're you're you want to go on that hike in yeah. may right and it's just like the unknown of it and if you needed a piece of gear uh, right now would you buy that piece of gear without knowing you know yeah. it's and it's like so it's just it's a tough time yeah. you know for in general 
I mean, I, I, I really, I'm, I'm of the opinion that, you know, the more companies, especially in the ultralight space that we have, the more innovation you're going to get. Right, right. And, uh, and that, and that in turn, uh, helps the, the whole community as a whole. Right. And so it's like, I hope that, you know, everybody can make it to the other side of this and stay viable. You know, it's like, I'm not, I don't want to say any company's names, but it was like, I saw like one, one company, uh, in another country had to like, at, at least temporarily lay off everybody mm-hmm. until the situation gets better company here sent everybody home another another company is like tr- like you talking about they're going to do their best just like us you know and they're trying to you know create social distancing it's like but it's like you know it's tough man i think yeah. for everybody i mean it, when you see big companies failing and needing huge bailouts yeah. Yeah. imagine uh, our community right the, the, yeah the companies that serve it like it's tough man yeah i never yeah. i never thought about this impact on the cottage vendor because in, in my head i'm like you know <clears throat> business i'm sure is is still down i mean people in general just in but like i didn't know if this would impact the backpacking gear community more so well people don't have as much but i didn't think income. well a, i didn't think about that and i didn't think about people's trips being in jeopardy and a lot of people buy gear specifically for trips i didn't think about that at all yeah. that's definitely so, I mean, something right now, yeah so it's like like instinctively you'd be like oh man all the through hiking trails are closed right now that's that's going to affect business but it's it's not if you're on a through hike, you bought your gear already. Right, or right, right. Got, you already had that. So what what you're seeing now, the people who I'm assuming for all of the companies in the cottage industry, people who have that trip in May, June, July, August, who are like, dude, I I don't know if I'm gonna have a job, or I don't even know if I'll be able to go hike that. Yeah. Can I afford to drop money on premium gear right now? Like, is that the smart move? is my wife not going to murder me if I do that? Like, right. you know, it's, it's, and so that's what I think, you know, I think that's affecting us all right now. Yeah. It's like people in your position, like yeah. honestly, you know, we still buy, we well. still buy stuff for our trips though. I, as long yeah. as people are open and producing it. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but we'll, I just, we'll do our best. Yeah. I didn't think I honestly like, <clears throat> so when all this started going down, so this, this virus started, started to get known in january i remember i'd gotten back from disney world and i was like you know it'll probably come here but i had a little bit of faith in our federal government which was but you misplaced. can't you can't stop you can't you can't stop you can't and then stop and then they, and then they banned travel from wuhan i'm like oh, that's good but then at that point it had already been here and then shit got real for us last sunday when our governor was like all right everyone's home and he did that before new york did that he did that and i was like oh my god and i i didn't think i mean i don't know man it's it's a movie it's crazy yeah i mean all we all and we've been saying this to other people too and in all the conversations we have is like when when the dust settles from this and things start to get better like pent up demand yeah like make sure make sure you remember like all these small businesses out there that, yeah. that support whatever uh, hobbies you have in like, and there's going to be pent up demand for sure. Yeah. When this, when this springs loose, I don't know when that is, but people are going to still do those backpacking trips for sure. Yeah. It might be later in the year, but I think there's definitely going to be, and that might be something that'd be interesting for companies like Z packs. Like, can you handle like a mass influx of orders when, when this does come out, you know, is that something you guys have thought about? Uh, no. So thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> no, but like, no. So yeah. So you, yeah. So you got to run. You got to balance running lean enough yeah, to yeah. to to stay in business, right? Yeah. Like having enough in the res- that's going to be tough for everybody. And like you, as you were saying that, I was thinking about you said the people who already have backpacking trips planned. Then I thought to myself, what about people who have been thinking about backpacking forever yeah and now they're like they're they're a prisoner in their own home yeah like, like they're gonna they're they're gonna plan a trip that they hadn't planned because they're like the second the outside opens i'm gonna be in it see know? i didn't so think like, about that yeah that's I, a great point uh, i i just like yeah. i i 
I've heard a lot of companies that have like specifically like closed down shop or laid off people simply so they can get access to unemployment benefits like as quickly as possible. Yeah. And it's just like I I just don't know like how much time like companies can survive on like reserves and then I mean you guys are gambling on the fact that you know once this is done like things are just going to like go right back to normal. It's tough. I I don't do know. Do you um do you see Florida? Florida has not done a shutdown of non-essential businesses, correct? <laughs> yeah, that we haven't done anything. Okay. Right. <laughs> for, for the for the most part, yeah. Our, our, our governor is yeah, he's not too excited about the idea of doing anything. Yeah. Um I uh I can see that from the little I've seen of his press conference. He, he, that is the opposite of our governor. And we have a very conservative governor, which is interesting. Very Republican, yeah. very conservative. But he shut down. Now, a couple of things. He shut down essential, quote unquote, businesses on Monday of this week. But if you actually look at the list of what is essential. Manufacturing related stuff. Is, it was pretty generous. Like, Yeah. And so th- and that's the thing. So what? I'm because you know, I'm part of the uh, steering committee at work, which mm-hmm. is like the heads of a lot of different divisions, right? Yeah. And so one of the things I did the other day for because we have a morning meeting, and uh, about you know what's the COVID nineteen highlight? Yeah. You know, what are we What are we looking at? And uh, so one of the things I did is I looked at every single state that had a, not like a shelter in place, and then I looked, and so most states there's a federal guideline that they've established that what essential and non-essential is and like straight manufacturing isn't in there yeah but some states are making up their own right like like maine maine's shelter in place there's they said manufacturing is like part of it as essential and then like you guys you said that so it's like if our if our governor even figures out how to shut down a state uh, you know what what's going to fall into that and our count my our county that i live in in particular is all government contractors like okay. it's, it is manufacturing it's uh you know harris northrop grumman oh, uh, rockwell yeah. Co- rockwell Co- like we're building bombs and yeah missiles and yep. like navigation systems for like helicopter like we're, yeah like we're in the sp- space program is here so that like a lot of what we do is like government funded manufacturing so like uh, it'd be it'd be really hard to for anybody who's a a republican conservative who's all about big business and making sure things are going to 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 be the one to pull the trigger i think yeah yeah we basically what ohio did was they took the federal list of things that are essential and then they tacked on like 10 different (laughs) literally the only stuff that i can and it I'm in the process of building a house, which is going to be done in like days. So I read that thing the second it came out because I wanted to know how this impacted home construction. And literally in Ohio, the only thing that is not essential is literally certain types of retail stores. Yeah. Like walk in retail, like Nordstrom, like Nordstrom and TJ Maxx <laughs> seriously is the only thing that falls under not like non-essential. So I think, I mean, I think given where you guys are at yeah. in the manufacturing space, hopefully if Florida copies what some of these other States are doing, hopefully that doesn't like shut you guys down, down is it, this might be inappropriate to ask, but like <laughs> nice. What is it? Yeah. We can edit this out. <laughs> um, That's my, my, my favorite lead in. Yeah. <laughs> Like the employees that you have, are they like, are, are they the type of employees for the, for the most part that they're like, keep us in business as long as possible. I want to receive a paycheck or are they like, I need to be at home cause I'm freaked out about COVID-19. That's a good question. I mean, I, I would say, um, you know, I obviously got to be careful with the way what I say here anyway, cause you're right. That was an audacious question. Yes. Uh, but, I went for but it. I'll answer it. He went um, for it. So I, I would say, yeah, I would say that our our employee base is 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 a carbon copy of the United States. You got young, you have old, you've mm-hmm. got people who don't care. All they want is a paycheck. You got people who are like, they live with their grandma and like she's got immune co- or like whatever. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, got yeah. everybody, right? So it, so I think I think you have. Um, a wide range. If I had to guess though, if I was just guessing, like, um, 
I would say most people are more concerned about just getting a full paycheck, okay. right? <laughs> to even even for me, not not the paycheck, but it's it's a sense of normalcy, right? Right. Yeah. You come to work, you put in your eight hours every day, you get your paycheck yeah. every other Friday. You know, it's because I was having a real hard time last Saturday. You know, because I'm just my head's in it all the time for work. I have yeah. to be keep, keeping a keeping up to date, and it's just like like the roads are closing the vibe when you go to the grocery store is just oh, different yeah, right and, yeah and like so i was just craving normalcy i mean yeah and like like we're a state that gets hurricanes all the time yeah right so it's like we are actually like professional panic buyers yeah. like uh, we, <laughs> we do it we do it almost every year yeah. right but it's like okay we go we push push each other out of the way we get what we need we stock up to have enough for a week or two weeks then we know within like a day or two we're gonna get hit by a hurricane or maybe get hit by a hurricane. The power goes out. We know how to live without power. Yeah. And then whatever. Every, a week, week, two weeks later, everything's normal. And like this panic, this like this, the vibe on the street is like unlike anything I've ever felt. It's a, it's weird. Well, people are getting weird. ready to stab each other over yeah. toilet paper. No, and I appreciate you answering that too because people need to like people need to understand what 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 these businesses are, what you guys are going through and like, and how you have to deal with this type of thing. So, um, it's crazy. Um, all right. One thing I, another thing I want to talk to you about, and we, um, so we had Chris who owns light AF in here like a month ago and we talked to him about this and this is something I really like talking to manufacturers about what is like, what is to you, what is like some of the biggest or is going to be some of the biggest innovations in the ultralight space going forward? Like, what do you see, like, what do you see as being? I know we're ta- we're getting off coronavirus here for a second, <laughs> no, but I want. No, I think there's no better person to talk to than someone like you. Like, what do you see as the next biggest thing? Or like, what what do you think? Or like anything Zpax is doing, or like anything like that. Okay, that's that's a good. It's a good question. So I would say, from my perspective, um, for a long time there wasn't much, in my opinion like fundamental innovation that happened in backpacking for a long time. Right. And then you got the late, uh, what, like the late eighties, nineties, you got like the Ray Jardines, like make your own stuff kind of you. So that now we went from these big external frame backpacks to people experimenting with like lightweight gear, frameless packs. And then that led into, uh, Glenn Van Pesky in the very beginning of Gossamer gear, early two thousands. And like he kind of like took that and like that spirit or approach, in my opinion, and kind of like turned that into you know, like a business that served the community, right? Uh, and then I think even then though, it was still like still nylon stuff. Even the beginning of Z Packs was still still nylon stuff. And then I think really there was a big big change when you started getting like Dyneema composite fabric. And then some people would argue, you know, the X X Pack, yeah. you know was like was another addition the aerobic was another addition to that we started to get durable lightweight fabrics and it wasn't even necessarily the designs that were being innovative it was the the weights you were able to achieve mm-hmm. so it was kind of like a material revolution right uh you know even even our arc glass backpack i don't it's i don't want to like sell it short it's got like two patents on it but essentially you know it is an external frame pack. That's not new. We took a little different twist on how we got there and like using different materials to make it light, right? So I think right now we're we're looking at people are looking for alternative materials always. Yeah. Not, like we are too. We'd be, we'd be stupid not to, right? Um, so like, but I don't think you're gonna see. You, there's not. I don't. Th- anything you see will be so microscopic in terms of yeah. like weight savings there which you still need to explore right but uh, i don't know like how many different ways can you make a tent like you yeah, know I people know. have been making tents for years yeah. like you know they'll say how many different ways can you carry something on your back um you know we're constantly going actually uh i'll share it here first oh, oh, oh spo exclusive oh <laughs> uh, so yeah we're working on a, on a pack basically um a totally different replicating what happens when you wear the arc blast yeah but getting there in a in a different way that will like substantially save weight okay so 
There's my wife over there. She can't see her, but she's pretty. Hey, hey sh- um, shout out to Mrs. F- Favero. Favero? <laughs> shout out. Favero. Favero. Yeah. yeah. Hope she's the one who's going to give me the coronavirus. I was going to say, <laughs> hopefully she's. You guys, do you guys like feel okay? Um, I wish I was feeling. Oh, I mean, yeah, I got you. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I meant like physically uh, symptoms. No, I, no, I understand. I was, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. But anyway, so we're working on a on a arc, a pack that replicates what happens with the arc blast, but with like less components and a lighter weight. And uh, because there's less components and webbing to accompany those yeah. existing components, it'll it'll weigh in substantially less. So, I mean, we are innovating. Um, I mean, I can't, we got so much, we got a lot of stuff actually in the pipeline. This is for, we're not going to stop it either. Right. Like we're almost to market with at least like five to seven things right really? now. Yeah, that's like, awesome. Like this was going to be, oh, this is the year of innovation for us. Like in terms of creating new things and um, uh, what you might call it, just creating new things and kind of pushing our limits yeah some of you know some of the stuff is our take our take on stuff some of it is actually like oh that's not a product that exists you know and we're we really have a lot of stuff going on no i, I definitely that's yeah that's it, my favorite part actually um that's a bombshell dropping five to seven things in the pipeline but but like as far as like innovation goes <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> we need a damn it we don't have a bombshell sound clip on here <laughs> As, uh, like I, I think you, I think you would definitely agree with me that as far as like in like pure innovation in like the cottage industry, like ZPAX is probably one of the leaders that's been around, like one of the yeah, central leaders that's been, been around while. for a while. Um, what's but, the? Uh, no, I was just gonna say it, it seems to be like somebody comes out with an idea, and then like other people kind of like latch onto that that idea and then come out with their own versions of that. I, I don't know. I yeah. see that a lot. Yeah. What is um? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you a yeah. lot. But I mean, like I said, at the same time, we didn't invent a backpack, right? You're right. So no. stuff, you know, but, but I would say probably the thing that we did that I would say that we really did first, we were the first company to really go all in on Cuban fiber, yeah. which became that. Like, like we were the first company to be like, this is what we're going to use. Like, and if you go back, it, there's, it's still there on the backpacking light forums. And you read what what these old timers were saying about Cuban fiber. Yeah. It'll never last. It's not good. Nobody will ever. And it's like, and it, you know, it's just, um, you know, Jokes how many has got to complete a through hike? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what is um? Can you can you talk us through like the product creation life cycle? Like how long does it take? Yeah, how much testing do you do? <laughs> the testing. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to give away your brand secrets, but like, what is that? Because no. Andy and I are super into gear, and we think that's we think gear in general is very cool. And I'm I'm very into like the genesis of how how does it work? So, is there an idea come up, and then like what kind of what happens next? So traditionally, but here this is the, well, this is the best way to start. Traditionally, you know, Joe Joe developed everything from the very beginning. That's how it always worked, and uh, it's usually. The way the company started was scratching his own itches, right? Like yeah. he's like, I want this. It either doesn't exist or everything that exists sucks. So I'm going to make my own. Yeah. Right. That's usually how it started. But so we just came out with that free duo tent. It took three years. <laughs> like wow. Joe messed around with that thing for three years. And and I'll be, and what's funny is every single version that I saw, I was like, I hate it. I don't like it. Um, <clears throat> this is just, if the duplex wasn't as good, <laughs> he just kept toiling and toiling and toiling. And then like, what was it? Like December or January or something like that. He shows up at the shop with the latest version and he sets it up. And I was like, boom. Like, I was like, I'm excited about this. Like you finally, like, there you go. Like I've always hated this. And now all of a sudden you just threw down something that I can like fully get behind. And I believe in, and it was like awesome, but it took three years. Right? Yeah. And so it's like, but sometimes it takes, and I'm not even kidding. This was especially like four to five years ago. Like we would get an idea and like by the end of the day, it would be on the website. Like we would literally get the idea, like for something small, not like huge. We get an idea. We'd literally cut it out, make three or four, four versions of it. Joe would throw it down on the sidewalk outside of the shop, take a picture with his his phone, 
and put it up. <laughs> on the so it's like sometimes it was three years, sometimes it was like three hours. Like it was, it's, it's been that way. But now, let's be fair. So now, so now Joe develops and works on whatever he wants, and then we we have a team, the CEO, myself, and we actually have a a lady who's our product development uh, coordinator. And basically, what we do is like we're like, okay we want something like this and then we'll these are the feature sets oh. we'll, we'll talk through what what materials we want and then we'll start we'll prototype out a soft tyvek and so the process it's not super duper fast but i mean it moves pretty pretty quick if we're all on top of it um but any multiple people can bring up the idea so like joe um we're on there's going to be a new unique piece of rain gear that we're going to be coming out with. You heard it here first. Ah, oh, we need that. <laughs> oh, we're getting so many exclusives. Uh, so there's, so there's a kind of unique piece of rain gear that we're going to be coming out with um, so soon. I mean, it's basically ready. Joe's getting, doing final approval on it now. Um, but it was like, he came up with, he's like, I want this. Is it a and big hat? He left it. Like this big? No. <laughs> Oh. The umbrella for, for your hat? <laughs> it's not. It, it, Dang it. It is not. But but I want – I there's a part of me who wants to unveil this as part of the Samurai Joe collection. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cape. But, but, but anyway, so he left it to us and like – I mean I, I'm honestly really, really – it's kind of like – it's unique. And so if I explained it to you, you would think it was silly. But if I showed it to you, like you'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And so like, it, so it was fun to walk through it and get to where it's at. I'm actually really proud of it. So I'm, nice. I can't wait to launch that. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I think it's all, I, so, I, innovation is just so, it's just so awesome just pushing the boundaries and, you know, cool. maybe, yeah. maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, I don't know, but like, yeah. it's just cool to keep innovating. Who, uh, who do, who yeah. primarily does most of the testing? Depends. Yeah. Like I'm happy yes, like I remember I was as you were talking, I remember I didn't say anything about the testing. Uh so it depends what it is. Um, you know, we do have some through hikers work at the company, so when they're on through hikes we'll have them test some stuff. Um sometimes we'll it depends how much testing we feel it needs. Um uh, sometimes we'll test it like on our trips, you know. Um and then sometimes here's a funny a uh, funny little anecdote for you. So we came out with our umbrella, right? And so we we worked we we found a factory and we worked with them and to to develop it and all this stuff, right? And so we have basically the golden sample in our hand, like this is what we wanted, all right? So we so we take the Euro Swing Light Flex, which is like kind of the industry standard, and we take ours, all right? We go in the back parking lot, and our CEO has a Jeep, and he takes the top off the Jeep, and I'm literally standing up in the Jeep. Holding both umbrellas, <laughs> driving into the wind. Oh, that's and cool! Turn around, like, and then I'm holding the umbrellas where I'm like catching it like a sail, yeah. and like literally side by side, head to head, videotaping the results and like and, and documenting the speeds and all that stuff. You know, because that's like it's like it's silly, and the video is like funny. Yeah, it's super, you just see me like, <laughs> but like. <laughs> But we, I mean, we put it like a head-to-head test, right? And it and it performed better in every scenario, right? And we're like, this is obviously a better product than the one that we were because we used to sell the Euro Swing, right? Yeah. So it's like this is a better product than the product we were selling. It, it literally handles wind from every direction better, and it and and it and so it was like that's like well, like a fun test, right? Yeah, right? So it's like so sometimes you can do something silly, sometimes so there's um. You heard it here first. Uh, Third so one. Another, so there's another product that uh, I've kind of been like a pet project. Like I'm scratching my own itch here. Yeah. Uh, calling it the Sub Nero backpack. Oh. So it's a 30s. Okay. 30s and uh, so what are we messing around with some other materials too? But it really was the design of the backpack. So there's actually some some fundamental changes to it. And like so, I was testing that. Uh, in Europe, I tested that in the Art Lobe Trail, and then one of the designs we took from that, uh, we made. Uh, I can't. I can't give you too much. Stuff, okay. But we put it into another pack that I won't name. Um, 
But there's another pack that we were messing with that I won't name, but also we used one of the unique features from the sub Nero and that, and then that was being tested on the art lobe. So there's, it's just fun to go out and actually hike and put real miles and real situations on, on the gear. That's like my favorite. What's the, uh, what's the craziest product that you've tried to create that's just been was, a failure that never made it to the show? Like you went out there and tested it and like, man, this just blows. <laughs> Or you had to significantly you had to significantly rework it. Mm, yeah. Huh. I don't. I don't know if there is one. Everything's like, been a I hit. Say, or like what a what? No, no, I I would say that the free duo tent was that was the one that like we it just never hit. It just it took so long to hit the mark. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We got there, but like I feel like everything else has been like we just didn't. It wasn't something we wanted to make anyway, so we didn't make it. Like anything we truly wanted to make that we've messed around with has has made it. I think yeah. I don't think we've That's ever good. I don't think we've ever had a product that was just like we can't yeah, okay. All right. We got one. Way nice. way, way 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 back to the garage. We did mess around with trying to do a DC or a Cuban fiber at the time. A Cuban fiber like hammock. Really? Oh. So we did try to do that way back in the day. Yes. And so that that's the one thing that we messed with and made a couple iterations of that never actually did anything. But you right, just there sweat. Was yeah, I was going to say, it the why? Because uh, I, I, the first time I got a hammock, I'm like, I wonder if anyone's tried to make a Cuban hammock. Why did it, uh, why, why specifically was it so bad? Uh, it doesn't breathe. It doesn't breathe at all, and yeah. it doesn't stretch. Yeah, and it needs to breathe and stretch. Yeah, yeah. and uh, two things that keep by design does not do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they don't want it to do that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I and I think you know we kind of we still have some hammock tarps, but we kind of shied away from from doing that, uh, doing hammock stuff in general because well, what one there's great people out there doing it. Like, yeah. like why try to even compete? But it was like we that's not us we're not hammock campers right. so it's like we're it's like our expertise doesn't fall there yeah and it's yeah. like let people know what they're doing mess with that and we'll continue focusing on the stuff we know what we're doing that's smart yeah that's that is smart that is smart what um so what is like the the bread and butter products for z-packs as far as sales go right now like what what is everybody what is everybody constantly buying I mean, top 10, the top, I mean, I was, I've been, actually, I'll just say top 11, right? Because uh, I've been looking at this incessantly for the last week <laughs> is like all of our tents are like in the top 10 yeah. and all of our backpacks are, yeah. are, are, are top 10. And then you've got a rain jacket and a bear bagging kit. Like that's, so basically tents and backpacks, tents more so than the backpacks, but tents, backpacks, uh, and our rain jacket and a bear bagging kit. Those things are killing it is there a product that you feel is like underrated and people aren't paying enough attention to that like that people like that you're like you 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 all sit around and shop like these are really awesome like i don't understand why these yeah. haven't caught on yet um it's a good question we stumped them well I, no you didn't stump me i just figured i'm trying to figure <laughs> you stumped, you stumped my you still my thought process of how I want to go about it. I would say, um, I, I think the sleeping bags, we've made enough changes to the sleeping bags in the last, in the recent history where like they should be more popular than they are, but there's a lot of competition. I understand that. Um, but I mean, honestly, they're head to head uh, up to anybody's. Um, but uh, I'll give you a funny story about how something like that played out was the multi-pack. We've had the multi-pack yeah. ever since I've been in we the garage, one. right? Yeah, we have one. Yeah, we have one. Yeah. And almost no one bought it. It was such a low seller. Really? No one bought it. And then slowly over time, we didn't advertise it. We didn't market it. We didn't do anything. Over time, like this, it just became progressively more popular and progressively more popular. And to the point like where we... We were really selling a ton, a ton of them. And then when we came out with the FUPA, 
it kind of cannibalized yeah. some of those sales, but now, but now we, we're still selling both those really well. And funny side story, the FUPA goes all the way back to the garage as well. So you got to think oh, we're talking wow. 2000, 2010 or 11. We, we were joking that we should make a fanny pack and then we should call it that. And then like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we, so we were joking about that. But nobody would wear a fanny pack in 2011. Jokes yeah. on you. And then yeah. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the, the the fanny pack started coming in the style. And then we were like, "Dude, now's the time!" Yeah. And so the whole time, so the whole time we're developing this project in 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 house, we're called we're we're calling it the, the Fupa, the front utility pack accessory. And I was just waiting for someone to be like, "Come to your senses and do not." You, there's no way that you can release this product with this name. You cannot do it. I was it's just ingenious. waiting for the day that, and no one did it. It made it onto the website with that name somehow, and uh, which I think is nice. It's like paying paying tribute to a very old idea. <laughs> That's so. actually hilarious. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I, well, I, no. Yeah. One of the things about your sleeping bags too is like uh, I think you're one of the few, if not only, manufacturers of like a zip up bag too, right? Like an ultralight sleeping bag, uh, like feathered friends. Yeah, makes them. Uh, there, there may be a couple. I mean, that's the thing. Like, let's be fair. Like across the industry, there's a ton of great companies yes, yeah, making yeah, similar products of, of great quality. So, I mean, like, it's hard to be like, you're the only one or like the, but you know, then you could always be like, well, this is a little different because yeah. like, um, you know, we were the first one that I know of that I saw that I was aware of. Yeah. Don't forget, you know, I haven't been around forever. That did have like, you know, our classic, which was basically a quilt with a zipper. Yeah. Right? right. I didn't, that wasn't like a real popular thing. You know, now there's probably a few companies that are making something similar. It's just a matter of like cut materials and right. fill. Yeah. At the end of the day, and it, you know, it's like, it's, it's hard to separate like that's what's going to get you the weight, right? It doesn't matter. It's like, it's, it's the material, it's the cut of the bag and it's the fill power that you put in it. Um, you know, and as long as your cut doesn't like horribly suck, like whatever company you are, like you're going to make a decent bag if you hit those three, you know, benchmarks. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, uh, this is something, another thing I wanted to ask uh, you. We had um, Chad, who's part of underground quilts on here a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. And something he talked to us about, have you guys ever been approached by like big box retailers, like going into stores? Yeah. Is that, that's, that's my, that's my full answer. Yes. Um, (laughs) Is that something you can talk about or something that's going to happen? Or like, are you guys going to set up a retail store or like anything like that? Retail store? No, Okay. that's definitely I could say no to that. Um, I, you never say never. Right. So I'll say, you know, you never say never. Uh, but I would follow that up with, I think for a lot of the American made cottage industries, you, you just can't put using, using state of the art materials and American labor. You just can't put margins on things that make, yeah, traditional yeah. big box store yeah. makes sense for most things. Yeah, not I'm not saying I'm saying most things because I mean I I some companies want more than fifty point fifty points. They want like fifty five percent. Really? And it's like most cottage industries don't even have fifty five percent built into their product right. <laughs> right. to start with. Yeah, you know, you know it's like you know, but you got to think if you're an REI, right? whatever and you're selling a product product or i like to say widget right you're selling because you're selling widget a right you know widget a is made in china for a company in the united states they're getting it made for whatever you know 50 bucks they turn around they sell it to rei for 100 100 bucks and rei turns around and sells it for 200 bucks you know it's like yeah. everything's in you know all, it, that's all built in and that's rei that's not even it's not, that's retail in the right, united states right. for you know, for all of eternity. Right. And it's like, you're not, you know, I can't, I can't speak to anyone's margins other yeah. than our own. But I can't share those obviously. obviously, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, like there's just, 
there's yeah. no way to really make it worth your while for most products i yeah. would say um and honestly like i don't know it's my i personally i can't say uh, z-packs opinions i can say my own opinion here yeah. it's just like you know like when somebody sends you something cool on a text message are they sending you to an rei site or an amazon page or are they sending you to the company page yeah. right because so many pe- so many entrepreneurs in america like uh, what we're looking at now is like direct to consumer yeah we've got to a, we got to a place where you know throughout retail history there was all these middlemen taking cuts and we've got to a place where globalism and the internet have kind of yeah. made them unnecessary yeah and so it's like it's like where we're going i think is just like a straight to consumer like kind of thing yeah but you know certain certain big box stores still have buying power yeah, and, yeah. yeah. you know it's hard to say like you know big box store a can be like hey we're guaranteeing you you'll sell five times more than you sell now yeah. you'll just make way less right and right. you're like well that's still that's more money still you yeah know? yeah that's interesting. That's a good point. I didn't think about it that way. You're yeah. right. Because other people we've talked to have just been more taking from the stance of like, I built my business on being like, you know, small, you know, direct to consumer, direct to consumer. But yeah. nobody's really talked about the margins. And of course, they're going to want like, yeah, yeah. when you're talking about manufacturing costs and, and labor and, and everything like that, you're you're absolutely right. The margins start thinning out. Oh, yeah. Like, Every, everyone's got to take their cut. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the flip side to that too, is like in the industry, I mean, it depends on what company you are and what you're making, but like, just say a Dyneema composite fiber, fiber tent. Um, if you're, if you're not ready for that tent, you're going to destroy it. Right. Yeah. If you don't know how to use it and you're not ready for it, you're going to, you're going to hurt it. So mm-hmm. like if you, get it from a big box store or like a bigger online real t- uh, retailer who has a super liberal return policy yeah. as a comp as a company that makes things that are that need a little more care right right like first off you're not even making any money compared to normal right uh-huh. on the sale and then then you get charged back for that for that and then you don't even get it to fix it yeah <laughs> so yeah. It's like, yeah 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 that's a good point yeah so so it's like, you know, how many, and it's different for everybody, but I was just going to imagine how many tents would you have to sell to cover just replacing one that was returned? Like, yeah. you yeah. know, they're like, you start to get, you start to get in a loop of that game too. Yeah. Um, that's super interesting. Yeah. Um, so before we wrap up here, I wanted to ask you, um, you, you mentioned, cause you're, you're going, you are, you go on sweet trips to sweet places. Yes. Um, and you, you mentioned Portugal this year, but you got anything like cool? You go to cool places. So what's on the docket? I mean, coronavirus aside, what do you got on the docket this year? Okay. If you can share. So, yeah, I will. I, I can do that for sure. But I just want to preface it with, I don't have the luxury of getting away for five or six months. Right. To right. Like the- right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Sure. I know. So you're like everybody so I, else out there. Yeah, I know. So, so I get two max three weeks. And so the way I look, I used to go do section hikes of the AT, but like, it just wasn't fulfilling like that. Like it was just such a long process. You get into a section that's a long green tunnel. It wasn't fulfilling as section hike. Yeah. So what I do as I try to do the most bang for my buck. For sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. So like, I do go to sweet places because like I have to make the most of it. Like absolutely, man. It. That's like our mantra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're 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 similar to like ninety percent of the YouTube backpacking community. So. Got to got to got to bang for yeah. your buck, man. So yeah. where are you going? And so anyway, so that's it. So um, so yeah, the Rota Vincentina was supposed to be in in um, June, but obviously, I mean, I'm just it's canceled. I right, mean, even yeah, though it's right, not yeah. technically, it is. But what's been on the radar and I have hope for still in September is the GR20 in Corsica. Okay. Um, wow. it, it's like 112 miles and it runs the spine of the mountain range in Corsica. That's sweet. Uh, and, yeah, it's been on my radar for a long time. It's called the uh, quote unquote toughest hike in Europe. Although I've oh. heard people be like, that's, I've heard people have been like, that's not true. But that's how they yeah. build it there's like sections where there's if you look if you literally just type in gr20 in google and then click images you can see there's just a 
the sections are like rock with chains and you're like oh, yourself up oh wow yeah. okay yeah, yeah. That's so sweet. it's pretty cool. I mean, that's on that's on my list. And then next year, um, next September, it's supposed to be the Annapurna Circuit. That's been on my list for a long, oh, long nice. time. Oh, nice. But that, but that's like three, three solid weeks. So yeah, man, it just takes forever to get there. That's sweet, man. But, You're giving us some good ideas for. <laughs> Later when we can, we, we haven't knocked off all the stuff in the U S we want to do, <laughs> so. but you give us good ideas for all the Europe, like all the sweet stuff. Cause yeah. you know, so yeah, my, my goal usually this year is a little different cause I have to burn through some vacation time, but it's a, uh, is like one, one sweet domestic, one sweet yeah. international. That's kind okay. of, yeah. kind of what I'm trying. Nice. It's like, you know, Wonderland trails on my list. Yeah. That's been our, rain, that's been on our list for a long time. List. Yeah. Yeah, three sisters loop yeah. the Trans Catalina Trail. Yep. Like, there's there's so much like in the U.S. still too. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been to Colorado? I haven't hiked hiking in Colorado. Colorado, Colorado, Colorado Trail. Put no. that put that on your domestic no. list. It's awesome. Um, all right, man. Thank you so much for talking to it's us. It's been over the, an hour. It's been over an hour. It goes fast, doesn't it? I could, I could talk to you guys all day. We'll do a, we'll uh, do a, we'll do a part two. Um, it was really cool for us to like get this behind the scenes look at you know the operations side of, of what you do at ZPAX and especially like, how the, like the current environment is yeah, affecting the business um, and like it's Andy and I are both in operations at our company, uh, so it's it's cool for us to see that and um, dude, thank you so much for talking to us. Uh, we'll put links to your YouTube channel, your Instagram, ZPAX, of course. Andy and I are huge. <laughs> Andy and I are huge ZPAX fanboys. Um, we love what you guys are doing. We'd like to try and support you guys. Um, keep it up. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks yeah. so much. Yeah, we, we, we should figure out how to hike together, man. We should. Like, yes, I'm, yes, I'm, yes, we should. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm big. I am big on on hiking with people. I like hiking with people, especially new people. So let's Where, make that happen. Uh, let's, let's make that out. happen, dude. For uh, sure. Yeah. I was going to say, come to Arizona. Yeah, come to Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) We're probably going to be in quarantine. (laughs) I can tell you this. I had vacation days allotted for Portugal that are not going to be used. Hey. The world doesn't end. Okay. All right, man. We we got to see what, man, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. We're just taking it a week at a time. You know, that's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Week at a time. Well, Well, Hit me up when the uh, apocalypse. All right, yeah. we'll do it. All right, dude. Yeah, thank you so thanks, much, man. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah, see you later. Yeah. No problem, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah.